In all seriousness. In all seriousness, let's go. Oh, gee, the cow. <laughs> Lumos. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as your friendly tech wizard, former captain of the Hufflepuff Quiz Team, and the flannel wizard, yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Wow, you sounded like uh, the math teacher Were we on double school? speed? Were we on double speed? Some people were cool. checking their podcast player going, were we on double speed? No. Sorry, take it away. And now, <laughs> once I read my stuff, you're going to be like, uh, did I slow it down? No, no, it's not. I pressed it too many times. Sorry. Nein, es ist so schön, dass ihr da seid. Willkommen zurück to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. Come on in, guys. This is the 24th episode of Shell Cottage Radio, in which we will discuss Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Chapter 16, through the tap, through the, through, through the tap door, <laughs> the tap door. you gotta tap your way in, is that where you, <laughs> just a little, let me in love, <laughs> it's like, it's fluffy, you're in there, <laughs> <laughs> or is that where all the, you know, ale is, at, oh, are they hiding the all the ale door. in the trap tap door? I don't know. Was that a bad joke? It was bad. No, I actually just got it as I said trap and tap. I was like, oh, you meant like it's on tap. I got you. Wow. You little. Okay, we're going to go through the trap door today. Mm -hmm. But before we fire up today's chapter discussion, we will do our cottage catch up. Oh, that was What was that? (laughs) That was the catch up. The bottle, you know, remember? The, okay, well, got do, no one can, no one knows whether that, you're just making that up or... <laughs> we, uh, sorry, we have a... Uh, it's called the rear microphone. We've got a little something. Uh, you know, some people have like an extra, an extra like side camera for like um, something special happening. Yeah, we've got extra microphones <laughs> positioned around the room uh, for, a, for a true ambience experience. Um, sorry about that. Wow. Well, yeah, I already got the giggles early uh-huh. today. <clears throat> but I'm going to quiz Bill with trivia questions and expand our knowledge about magical and fantastic horses. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um, but before we dive in, wow, that was totally stolen from a really cool other Harry Potter podcast. What, really? Was it? I don't know. They always say before we dive in. Oh, but we love them and they love we us. Do. And we're influenced See, I, I listen by people. I listen you're to them so much. So now I just feel like. We love them. Yeah. We Shout do. Out. Shout out to our good friend Tiffany. And Megan and Katie and Sarah and. And all their good friends and family and listeners. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, just let me know. When you want me to start? Uh, <laughs> what what are you eating, sweetie? I love right. I love right. it. I am about to change your guys' lives. Mm-hmm. Sorry, straight up going to change your life. And if you if you're already doing this, then your life has already changed. Okay, so you're either one of two people. You're either somebody who has ate this, or you're somebody who has not. All right, this is a mixed berry, frozen berry medley. Mm-hmm. All right, we so, learned that in potions class. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. yeah, remember you said 
Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like you're turning into me oh, yeah, because you're right. doing what I do in potions class. That's true. That's true. So this came this came from potions class. Uh, mixed up a bunch of berries and some, some you know, just a different... What well, we got? Like blueberries. We've got like raspberries. Um, blackberries. Blackberries is what they're... Mm-hmm. They're not actually raspberries, are they? They're, they're blackberries, I think. No, the red ones are raspberries. Oh. And then the... The black ones are blackberries. Black ones are <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bigger than raspberries. All right. Well... Uh, so that's your mixed, that's mm-hmm. your, they're frozen. Okay. Mm-hmm. You toss them in there. Um, l- you know, let them sit at room temperature for five minutes or whatever it might right. be just to kind of warm up. I was going to say cool down, but whatever. <laughs> Same. And then you throw in a little bit of cream, like mm-hmm. some heavy cream. I splash I put, that. So I put, actually I put, um, coconut cream. It's like a coconut creamer. Yeah. French vanilla. It's so good. I just toss that on there. You and just then drizzle a little bit in. Yep. And then a little bit of stevia. You mm-hmm. can also use sugar if you want. Yeah. Um, we drop in just a little a dash. bit of stevia. Stevia doesn't I found out stevia doesn't work in everything, but with berries, it's for some reason it works really well. Like the powdered stevia yeah, yeah, yeah. that we use. Yeah. Um and then mm-hmm. you found this new recipe. Well, you just toss it in I just else. the other I was craving something i don't know i was craving a good dessert something more something i could kind of um that just made it and i thought what makes something go further and this is berries and i i just saw peanut butter and so boom grabbed the peanut butter and threw a big you know two three spoonfuls in there and it's really a frozen peanut butter and jelly mm-hmm. because the the cream yeah. is like, you know, it gets, because it, it's cold, right? It actually gets kind of cold and it almost feels like a little bit yeah. of an ice cream, you know? Right. And then you throw in the peanut butter, mix it around. Well, it's a little bit, you know, cold now as well. Mm-hmm. And it is such a good cold treat. Mm-hmm. And you could put more cream in. We don't put a lot, but you could yeah. put more cream into this and it would be like a really creamy kind yep. of like berry, you know, peanut butter. and Yeah, we don't have a blender. If you had a blender, you could straight make ice cream like we just described just throw the frozen berries some stevia mm-hmm. um cream and uh peanut butter in there or even you don't have to do the peanut butter but oh, and but then <laughs> put that in the blender blend it up it it will if you have a high-speed blender that yeah. can do frozen stuff it will make ice cream mm-hmm. but we just don't have one right now <laughs> and we just it's just, just easier to yeah. do like that yep. these are so good though i mean honestly mm-hmm. For a dessert, you're like, ah, you know, I don't know. I want something, something a little bit sweet, but also something packed with like nutrients and really good stuff. And then peanut butter is good, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's really filling. Like, yeah. yeah. It yeah. straight tastes like a PB jelly. And yeah. I think yeah. last time we used uh, the berry mix with cherries. And I think the mm-hmm. cherries are doing, like, they are really good with peanut well, butter. Because they're a little bit sweeter than the raspberries. They are true. And you know what, though? Uh, all of that is good, but then you need a piping hot coffee to or wash tea. it. Or cup or of tea. tea, or tea, maybe uh, to wash it all down with. Yeah, right. Just need oh, man. Yep. Something about that. I just a bit. I don't know when it's when it's um like during the summer months or spring. I typically get my cold brew with a splash of heavy cream or right. something. A little, you know, a little, little different variations. My 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 wizard brew, <laughs> but. In the fall, mm-hmm. you just need the hot stuff. Great hot black coffee, so good. <laughs> yeah, so good. So anyway, um, what else has been going on around here, sweetie? What what's been happening? I don't even know. Oh, we just love going out on the weekends for breakfast now. Every Saturday, mm. we love right. going to like a you know like twenty minutes away. There's a beautiful I don't know if you call it town village. It's yeah. it's a town, right? 
Yeah, yeah, just a town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they have a real nice breakfast place and they have different bakeries, different like kind of like treats. They, I don't know, they, I don't know if they make them themselves, Mm -hmm. but they're different every weekend. And the best part about it is they are right um, by a bike trail slash walking trail. Right. So we go for, we went for almost an hour walk after that, which was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. It's actually really good, just so you guys know. Uh, when you're done eating, to just pop up and go for a nice casual stroll. Oh, especially it's good in for you. fall weather. Yeah. I love the fresh air. All the leaves are blue. Blue? What, what? is going on in my Mine? brain? You little. <laughs> Why did I say blue? <laughs> because you're thinking of the blue sky that was behind those leaves that we looked at today. Wow. Remember how clear the blue sky was today? Yellow, red, mm-hmm. green, mm-hmm. brown. Brown. Maybe I wanted to say brown. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you did. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, yeah, again, like, you know, life is good. Lots of challenges, but also mm-hmm. it's just fun to talk about things we want to do and things we want to accomplish, but also just yeah. at the same time love and enjoy our weekends together so mm-hmm. it's been really really fun we had a crazy weekend i mean real relaxing peaceful i think the craziest part i guess what i'm alluding to is we were on set <gasps> yeah oh we my gosh on, yes. i know this is the second time you forgot that we were there today <laughs> maybe it's because it was in a galaxy far far away it was but if you are listening here by the way we are you and i are actually covering star wars on yeah. my star wars podcast so i'm your newbie you are my, my newbie. You're my Padawan, and it's amazing. I hope we have uh, more friends on there. I've, I've actually talked to Tiffany, and I think she might be on for a bit. Oh, that'd be so cool um, to have another expert, expert on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my buddy Cameron would like to join us as well, Oh, yeah, too. that would be cool, too. So yes. just like we have guests here, I think if you're into Star Wars and you'd like to chat or whatever, uh, yeah, love to have you on, and I think that'd be just a lot of fun to, to talk to people about their oh, thoughts. Oh, how can I reach out to you if I want to go uh, and, and uh, like... Uh, Collaborate yeah. with you. Yeah, so you could just you could just email me at Star Wars Hangout seventy seven at gmail dot com. Wow. You can also follow me on social media, Star Wars Hangout seventy seven at gmail dot com. I'm actually gonna be using that a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to kind of um, have a new handle. It really, my life. Here's something for anybody who is maybe new. You might not understand this. Ez has done a lot of podcasting over the years it's how i met what why are you looking at me like that <laughs> it's because it's how i met this little cutie over mm-hmm. here okay yep. which we talked about in the first episode uh, through mm-hmm. through through swish and flick and um yeah i have just been needing to slow down i'm trying to become professor bins all right i'm definitely working on that it's fun I'm, it's exciting so but cool. i really just needed my home projects you know what i mean yeah my home one home base right you know, uh, the burrow yeah the cottage, cottage and room. home one Exactly. So, I just love the feel. I love those feels. When you when you look at like the different, these two little phantoms that we're in, I love them. Share them with Lottie. Share them with you guys. And it's just so much fun. It's they, they, They're inspirational stories. They're peaceful. They're inspiring. They're all those different things. They're exciting. Somewhat peaceful. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's, normally Star we have to fight Wars for it. We have to fight for it, okay? <laughs> all right, but, but we're fighting for peace, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah. They're not super violent. Like, they don't show all that violence. Yeah, and it really, it's like the nostalgia, too. Like, they're peaceful thing. for mm-hmm. me just in terms of the books that you read and the things that you... Yes. The stories, the characters themselves, and the funny moments. 
Uh, so yeah, we're definitely we're doing that project. Uh, it's, it's Star Wars Hangout. Go check yeah. it out. And the reason I brought that up is because this weekend we were actually watching a Darth, um, excuse me, uh, Darth Nihilus film, yeah. like fan film being created with like a huge like I don't know they call it like the volume kind of wall mm-hmm. where the st- the galaxy stars were out there. There was a, a built set. We had actors in costumes. That was crazy so cool. levels of equipment. Yeah. It was it was wild. Shout out to my buddy Cameron Hansen. Uh, feel free to follow him, Cameron Hansen on Instagram. Great guy. But we were there for him. Yeah, that, he's the videographer. Yeah, cameraman. Yeah, Cameron is the camera cameraman. <laughs> yeah, I think he's never heard that before. That joke. No, I know. Never came up. You're killing it. You're yeah. two for two today. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh wow. But. Uh, no, it, it was it was a lot of fun, and we were it was kind of surreal, wasn't it, to be on that set and to see yes, all these people absolutely. who poured in all of their work and effort into yeah. into this thing, and so and how long it takes to shoot one, you know, like in the best way, like it takes so much effort to set everything up, to have the right lighting, how important mm-hmm. lighting is to shoot a movie, mm-hmm. and actors and actresses have to be on point the costumes have to be checked all the time and they right. do different versions of it and then see which one is best and right right everyone has to be quiet it's, it's just a cool i atmosphere. was so nervous i was like is my phone <laughs> on silent i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna turn it off i was like oh, yeah. i was so nervous uh but it was really cool and they, they did an amazing job so we shared some stuff over on Fleur and bill our social media mm-hmm. you guys might have saw us there uh doing that and over on star wars hangout 77 yeah, we were just having fun. We were really just having a, yeah. a, a good time hanging out with them, and that's sort of our our little uh, cottage catch up mm-hmm. friends. So, yeah, there we go. Anything else I missed? Oh, not just. I'm just happy. It's fall. It's really like yeah favorite time of the year. Um, and <laughs> every night we kind of scroll through TikTok right before we go to bed. I know it's yeah. not the best habit, but yeah. it's it's just it's fun. The, our TikTok looks like we have cats. And oh. there we have awesome, like I th- I'm i thinking about like making some of those. I think I started in the summertime. I made one or two like, you know, the more like relaxing videos Yeah. that show some shots of outside our lives, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. some people, they just, they put some nice cozy music on yes. um, and they just have a sweater and just show their cup of coffee. Esteemed and then the outside mm-hmm. where it's like. All these yeah. beautiful fall trees, and yeah. it's just an awesome vibe. And we just scroll, scroll through and find more and more of those videos, and they just give you that little escape. <laughs> yeah, they do. Well, yeah. and then too, I mean, so we get we get the, we like two or three of those in a row, and then we definitely get the little like uh, cat voiceover videos, which are <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and you're just like, that kitty's so cute. I know. So yeah, I want one. We're cat people. I want one. But we also like dogs. Yeah. But we're cat people. But we don't want to. Oh I never want to offend dog people. I'm always like, guys, it's I like dogs. No, too. they're awesome. Very they're, happy. I mean, they need their people. Yeah. But I'm also just a wise old wizard, and I feel like cats have a wisdom about them that they're just so funny. They are oh funny. My goodness, I know. They just, you know, I don't know. They just think they're the cutest and the best. And sometimes, I mean, most of the time they are, but then they do this funny stuff, or they get scared, or they. I don't know, look hilarious. When yeah, look ridiculous. They're, yeah. they're like, you know, most of the time they're super elegant and just jump ups. And one of my cats, Leo, that I um I used to have two cats and he would jump up somewhere and it was like, you could not, a needle could drop. Mm-hmm. You could not hear him. 
it was almost like he was floating up on the bed. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was crazy. Was I mean, sometimes I got so scared when he was all of a sudden in front of me. Like I was in bed and he was somewhere. I saw him. Last time I saw him, he was somewhere in the kitchen. Yeah. And then. And then all of a sudden he's right in front of me because he oh. jumped up and I didn't hear it or feel it because he was so. Stealthy. He's like a hobbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're quiet. Yeah, they move around on. Unheard, unseen. Mm. All so. right. Um, enough for the... Enough of the ketchup. Ketchup. Okay. All right. Awesome. Let's... Let's... Should move on. Let's move on to the trivia. Oh, it's my favorite. I'm nervous. I have what do you got? two questions for you, and they're both related to your siblings. Oh, really? Weasley siblings. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see if you know how old... Fred and George were when they opened up their joke shop in Diagon Alley. Ew. Any idea? Any guesses? Uh, I think they were. Let me. Let me just think for a second. Um, that was that that year. Wait, that was that year. So then they would have been this year. So that would have been their not their last year. What would have been their last year? But it was actually there. They didn't go to school. They didn't finish, right? They Is that didn't right? finish. That's yeah. true. So would they have been seventeen or eighteen? Yeah, you. It's 17? it's tough. You're on the right track. Sixteen. You just don't. Yeah, you just have to know when their birthdays are and when exactly they open it up. Oh. So it's a tough question. Oh, so you gotcha. said um, you, you threw three numbers at me. Which one are you going with? Seventeen. So. The Triwizard Tournament winnings allowed them to purchase a storefront in Diagon Alley shortly after leaving Hogwarts in April 1996, which was Harry's fifth year. So mm-hmm. the end of Harry's fifth year, which, which was, was the end of their, their sixth year. Sixth. Yeah. They were okay. Yeah. Um, that's when they shortly after leaving Hogwarts. In April 1996. Now I looked up. Get this. Do you uh-huh. know when their birthdays are? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> April 1st, 1978. Oh. <laughs> 78. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think they I were did born. know that at some point that they were on April Fool's April Day. April Fool's Day, 1978. I I, yeah. So that means they just turned 18. Okay, gotcha. So they just, if it's shortly after April 1996, they just turned 18 and sp- Oh, in our world, we would probably say, okay, they waited until they they can legally sign stuff and they're adults, right? But yeah. they, I think they're adults when they're 17 yeah, in the Wizarding good. World. So yeah. that was just for the school year and to get, you know, to get the shop going and testing, <laughs> yeah. testing them on poor first years and other students before they started their own business mm-hmm. in Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So this says, and I, I think that in the movie, it's so they are two years ahead. Is that right? So let so. me check. Because I said that and I was like, wait a second. They seem like they've been there a little bit longer than that. Uh, making know. them two years older two years, than Harry yeah. and Ron. Yeah. So they go, uh, are in third grade when Harry and Ron meet and they're in first grade. Gotcha. Gotcha. So does that mean they, they actually attended their last year then? Uh, so that was yeah, there. but they never took the exams, so it doesn't really matter that much. Gotcha. I think I misspoke and said that they... Uh, I think. Yeah, okay. 
Seven gotcha. Here, yep. mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the second one, uh, do you remember what the name of Ginny's Pygmy Puff in Half-Blood Prince is? What? Ginny's Pygmy Puff? Yeah. That's a very common, uh, like, trivia question. What? (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it just, uh, isn't it just Puff? Puffy? Isn't it just, uh, I have no idea. You don't? Jenny's... Pygmy Puff. I think I only know that because I read the question here and there. I am trying mm-hmm. to think. What's it start with? A. A. Um, goodness gracious. I got nothing. Whoa, I just figured out that Pygmy Puffs were bred by Fred and George Weasley. Okay. And sold at their shop. I didn't know that. Oh, they are miniature puff skins. Okay. They're in the book. I've seen them. I, I think I haven't talked about them yet. But that is so interesting. I didn't know that. So they are miniature puff skins. Puff skins. Skins? 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 Yeah. They, oh, wow. That's so cool. They bred beasts. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I just looked. I saw it. I just saw the name. Okay. What is it? Arnold? Arnold. <laughs> Arnold? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What a crazy... Okay, that's wild. Got little fluffy balls. No, I didn't remember that at all, actually, so that's cool. Yeah, I forgot that these things even were a thing, you know? So, yeah. A group of puffskins or pygmy puffs are called a puffle. A puffle. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Now all you right. know. Awesome. Arnold, the pygmy puff. There you go, friends. Now you know. Sort of. <laughs> so okay, that I mean that leads us right into our magic zoology lesson. What? You rescue these creatures? Yes, that's right. Rescue, nurture, and protect them. I'm gently trying to educate my fellow wizards about them. Come on. What we got? I promised you last week that we will talk about unicorns. Okay. And the unicorn um, and tree. From Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is not that long, actually. Mm-hmm. Classification, again, is four X's. And they say, please see footnote on centaur classification. So if you remember, they were not classified with four X's uh, because they're so aggressive, but because it should be treated with great respect, just okay. like a unicorn. Okay, yeah. The unicorn is a beautiful beast found throughout the forests of northern Europe. It is a pure white horned horse when fully grown, though the foals are initially golden and turn silver before achieving maturity. I actually saw that on MuggleNet, I think, yesterday. <laughs> they they posted the trivia question. Oh, wow, What really? color are the foals? Foal. How do you say it? Foals. 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 Yeah. Not... Not, f- not fools. fools. <laughs> not, yeah. not fools. Fools. Wow. I, I, why am I the one That's who's making tricky, the dad joke? That's a tricky one. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Um, the unicorn's horn, blood, and hair all have highly magical properties. And there's another footnote that says the unicorn, like the fairy, has received an excellent muggle press. In this case, justified. Okay. It generally avoids human contact, is more likely to allow a witch to approach it than a wizard. And it is um, is so fleet of foot 
that is very difficult to capture. All right. So yeah. there we go. That's what we learned. That's why Hagrid was so surprised mm-hmm. to find an injured unicorn because apparently it's very hard to even reach one. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Well, and then too, interesting that, yeah, they would, they would. Um, it's more likely that a witch would be able to approach one. Yeah. So it just means they're super smart, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they're more, you know, yeah. uh, trustworthy. Why yeah. they find uh, female females more trustworthy yeah or something yeah who knows yeah but okay. i mean it's probably plays into the whole like you know more i don't know if more girls are into unicorns when they're little, but i don't think so because i think benny also likes unicorns they have yeah luck. my nephew lo- yeah oh yeah <laughs> i mean that's also really cool though that he has an older so my my nephew ben uh his older sister rachel yeah he's an older sister and i think it's cool because he loves cool. her stuff and wants to play with all her stuff and yeah. Just thinks whatever she thinks is cool. He's like, this is cool. Because we both had the exact opposite. I mean, you were the older brother and you yeah. had a little sister. I was the little sister and I had an older brother. Yeah. So I guess Sarah and I, we always wanted to do what our older brothers would do. And yeah, yeah. What they were into. And it's yeah, cool Rachel for us to loves see, unicorns. Yeah, it's cool for us to see Rachel as the oldest. It's just, it's pretty fun. So yeah. She is a unicorn um, princess. She is. Big time. She can speak to them. She knows their yeah. magical powers. Uh, we will, when we have time, we will bring her on and we'll have her do a whole unicorn spiel. Yes. For you guys, because she can tell you all about them. Sounds good to me. Actually, the other day, can I tell a quick story? Yeah, absolutely. So we remember we brought that up to her. She was on the couch and we were talking to her about it. <laughs> yeah. And um, she was talking about like, what did she say? She said something like, they. I think she almost said like, well, about them being real or having powers. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. they don't really you know and then she like like have powers or whatever and i was like oh you don't think so and she's like well maybe they do <laughs> and i think they do and you know she kind of went down this whole like trying to be a grown-up who understands that maybe they're not real but at the same time yes they do like she fell right yeah. back into this hole so she's she's in this age where um you know she might be figuring out soon that santa claus is not real and things oh. like oh i know <laughs> and, uh, things like that yeah. so We'll we'll see how all that uh, shakes out, but hey. she still believes in unicorns and magic and power and you know what? It's awesome. But often we, as teenagers, we are like, oh no, that stuff doesn't exist. Blah blah. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then you come as an adult, you come around and you're like, eh, actually, it's pretty cool. Even yeah. though I kind of know, okay, it doesn't. Like oh. there's not an actual person who does that, but still, you keep you keep that image alive yeah and and always going back to dumbledore's words you know if it doesn't um just because it's just because it's not just because it's in your head that uh doesn't mean that's not real it's not real yeah okay wow (laughs) that's a little scary for me what did i reveal to you that uh, no i was just thinking about all the things that are happening in my head oh (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm nightmares last night pretty crazy oh i'm kidding I mean, they were, but anyway. Yeah, but I can, um, real quick, I can read some of the unicorns' uses, at least what the they use parts of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the horn and tail hair in particular were used in potions. That makes me wonder, those potions are pretty hard to make because if you can't reach one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you, that's like a rare material. And, I mean, I guess you go, just wait until you find a dead one and then you kind of use its horn and tail hair 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, if so, yeah. And it, I mean, it's the use in wand making, right? That's one of the cores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unicorn hair. So they say they produce the most consistent magic, least mm-hmm. subject mm-hmm. to fluctuations and blockages, yep. most difficult to turn to the dark arts. Yep, let's go. And the most faithful of wands. Oh. I like that. I think mine is unicorn hair. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, however, they did not make the most powerful of wands and were prone to melancholy. 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 Mm-hmm. If mishandled, although the wand would could compensate this. Wand maker Garrick Ollivander made wands with unicorn hair cores. The tail hair could also be used as a as binding and bandages due to its incredible strength. The blood of a unicorn could be used to keep a person who was near death alive, thus granting the drinker immortality, but you will have you will have but a half life, a cursed life. Mm. From the moment the blood touches your lips, unicorn horn was often used as a common potion ingredient in potions such as the antidote to common poisons, draught of peace, and Wigan Whale potion. Wow, in the games, Wigan Whale potion is one of the most important ones that will heal you, that will, um, re- you will regain your energy level, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy though that this is that they use it in very common potions, even though it's hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. So they might have to think about, you know, if unicorns ever go extinct. Oh, yeah. Never. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> uh, they have to think of something else. Huh. Um, but you know what just came to my mind is, is that why Quirrell is so vulnerable to Harry also? Because he drank the blood even though he did it for Voldemort but not only did he let Voldemort in but he also did something so cruel for him (laughs) yeah sorry sorry I know you're trying to have a serious moment but (laughs) all I could is had this 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 flashback to Quirrell doing like a bridge oh yes you know (laughs) over the it's that way Voldemort could dip his little dip his little face yeah yeah he takes the turban off and he does like this bridge so he could drink oh my gosh how flexible is quirrell <laughs> anyway that's crazy image um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. His, his, he's cursed i mean he's yeah it's so crazy because i, I don't know i mean it'd be interesting to hear more about quirrell mm-hmm. before absolutely and even yeah. to get maybe some like a journal entry by him where he was tormented didn't know what to do was possessed or or mm-hmm. did he oh yeah like how, an old how, diary because it sounded like he was whimpering and didn't want yeah. to you know, was he was probably upset. totally regretted? Harry, yeah, Harry. It he felt did. like felt like Snape was bullying him mm-hmm. a little bit, and it wasn't Snape. It was there was, was no one around. Yeah. No one. Yeah. yeah. So, be interesting to get something about his life prior to him stumbling across Voldemort. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, but no, I yeah, he's cursed at this point. Now that he's uh, participating right. in this uh, unicorn blood drinking ritual. Right. I wonder how old they get. It doesn't. I don't think it's in here. But I Unicorns. wonder how old they would get naturally. You know. We we. This is where we should have Rachel on because she yeah, could flat she'd out probably tell us. Tell us yeah. yeah. She knows that off the back of her, you know, hand. So. I guess my question is, would you want to have or befriend a unicorn? Absolutely, I would. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I think yeah, I I'm I'm all about and we, you you know you and I talk about this all the time, positive energy really trying to um. I don't know, just, just be the best people that we can and just be seeking out good vibes and everything. So, yeah, I feel like unicorns might appreciate that about us. 
Yeah. Right? Do you think they can talk like other creatures? Uh, yeah, I would say they can. You think they can talk? Or I think they the just Harry communicate. I think no they wonder. communicate to you uh, using, you know, telekinesis or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think if everything that can talk in Harry Potter, if it's if they're all like at least have a human head, human like head. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mer people, they have a human like head. Yeah. Um, goblins, they're not beasts, but uh, I think yeah. I think you're right. Unicorns wouldn't talk to you, but they could somehow communicate with yeah. you yeah. more than you know a common horse. Yeah. Would. Yeah, but I actually, I did horseback riding yeah. for a while, but I never had this, I loved horses when I was little, but I never, I always had a great respect. And I think I mentioned this when we talked about the winged horses in yeah. that episode, but I would treat, yeah, unicorns with great respect. And uh, But I would love to like, yeah, just be friends with one. Same, it'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great. Rachel would be so happy. I know. Oh, <laughs> she would never leave oh, you know, be wild. the unicorn side ever. Yeah, <laughs> she never would. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. It was, it was fun thinking about unicorns while we can, but now we have yeah. to, you know, go down a... We have to go through the trap door. Through the trap door. Yep. It's a male <laughs> down there. So, all right. Well, hey, let's... Uh, yeah. Do guess. you want to read? Oh, <laughs> I was going to assert myself here and actually go ahead and read chapter 16 I mean, I through the trapdoor. You owe because, me that after last episode. Well, I think I owe the <laughs> listeners that as well, too. My goodness. Uh, <gasps> Whoa, how dare what? you, Ez? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? No, it was actually hilarious. We had uh, we were still re- we were recovering for, from the giggles for quite some time after that. So <laughs> you guys heard that last episode. is ridiculous. Anyway, so here we go. Yeah, chapter 16 through the trapdoor. Harry somehow makes it through his exam week despite his scar hurting and a lingering fear Voldemort could walk into the classroom at any moment. With all the stresses of taking tests every day behind them, Harry has more time to think about the recent events. Something dawns on him. What are the odds that someone carries around a dragon egg in his pocket and then bumps into Hagrid in a pub? He runs off to Hagrid's hut, followed by Ron and Hermione, to find out that Hagrid indeed told the stranger how to get past Fluffy. Now the trio at least knows that all you have to do is to play music and it will put the three-headed monster to sleep. They strongly suspect that Snape or Voldemort himself must be the one disguised getting the information out of a tipsy Hagrid. Finally, the kids decide they must tell Dumbledore. When they look for his office, they run into Professor McGonagall. Harry, desperate to speak to Dumbledore, throws caution to the wind and tells her it has to do with the stone. Minerva immediately drops all of her books in shock and tells them that the stone is well protected and that Professor Dumbledore has important business to attend to in London. That being her final word on the matter, she stomps away. Harry is convinced Dumbledore was not summoned by the Ministry in London, but by a fake letter from Snape to get the headmaster out of the way. Harry knows he must act now, and he decides to go down the trapdoor tonight to stop Snape and Voldemort before they reach the Philosopher's Stone. Ron and Hermione understand his concerns and agree to come with him at once. Later that night, the three get ready to put the invisibility cloak on and leave through the portrait hole, but Neville is waiting for them in the common room. He tries to prevent the trio from getting in trouble and losing more Gryffindor house points. 
Under a wave of apologies, Hermione put a full body binding spell on Neville and the three of them leave with an awfully bad conscience. Arriving at the third floor corridor, the door is already ajar. In a hurry, they start playing the flute and Fluffy falls asleep immediately. The three jump through the trap door and fall deep into the darkness. Somewhere deep underneath the school, a number of challenges await them to fight their way to the stone. First, they have to defeat the Devil's Snare, a magical plant that tries to suffocate them with its vine. Hermione remembers that they suffer from heat and conjures up some flames. Then their flying skills are tested and our young Seeker Harry manages to catch the correct winged key out of a big swarm to open the next door. The third task requires them to win a life-size chess game and play as actual figures on the board. Ron sacrifices himself and gets beat unconscious, so Harry and Hermione can checkmate the king, win the game, and proceed to the next room. Thank goodness the next task is already solved for them. A giant troll is laying on the floor, defeated and knocked out. So Hermione and Harry just climb over it and enter the next room. The last challenge doesn't require any magical skills, but logical thinking. An easy task for Hermione. She solves the potion riddle in no time, but there is not enough fluid in the bottle for both of them to drink. Harry knows it would be best if Hermione returns to help Ron, and both then can fly back upstairs and get Dumbledore. He, Harry, must face Voldemort alone, and he drinks the potion that gets him safely through the flames on to the next room, where a big surprise is waiting for him. Ba-boom! Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. A lot in this chapter. Oh, yeah. Woo. GM. Do we really just have, hat. is it this and then one more? What, how many more do we have? Yeah, this wow. is this one. And then next week is the last chapter. That is absolutely wild. Yeah, so we are, this is this is everything. So this has got all the meat mm -hmm. and potatoes in it. Right. right. It feels like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't remember it was all in one chapter. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, because it starts with all the exam stuff, mm -hmm. right? And so I guess that's the, sort of like would almost be the most boring part of this, but mm -hmm. it is kind of cool uh, yes. to me, I think, just because it's, again, school-related and they're already talking about an anti-cheating spell uh, <laughs> on the quills. Pretty cool, huh? Which we could really use on, uh, you know, tests at the at the high School. school level. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I keep, a, I keep advocating for a testing center and, you know, anti-cheating magic uh, slash <laughs> technology, but uh, yeah. They turned you down? Turn me down. Mm. Costs too much money. It's all about money. Get you know it. what I mean? So yeah. anyway. Too bad. But yeah, so they are here practicing. They're they're doing their thing. I think we get a mention of Professor Bins. Here you do, yeah. Right? So we get a mention of him early on, which is great. Yeah, the history of magic. So one hour answering questions about battle or uh, batty old wizards who invented self-stirring cauldrons and they'd be <laughs> free. Free for a whole wonderful week until their oh. exam results came out. Oh, wow. yeah. I can totally. Like that's so sweet. When you are done with exams, I remember whenever I had exams coming up, that was like an event I was dreading yeah. every time, no matter how much exam experience I already had. Um, it was just awful. I don't know. I just was, I just wanted to, you know, it oh, to yeah. be over. But For then sure. I discovered in the end, getting through the exams wasn't nearly as bad as I thought. Yeah, Most I know. of the time it was. You know, and I just had that I midterm. Know. I just had that midterm that yeah. you helped me through. And I was like, this is awesome. All I actually had to do was read the unit and the, yeah. fill out the study guide. So I'm, I'm sort of thinking like it, Hermione does a really um, a, a really cool thing where she's like, oh, wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I really didn't even need to study this and this and this and oh this. Oh, my goodness. Right? I would. That would be the worst thing, though, when anyone, once the exam's over and people wanted to talk about it, I Hate is a strong word, but I Whoa. strongly disliked okay. when people wanted to die. I just was so happy. I'm glad You're it's done. done. I don't want to talk about it because then I second guess what I wrote down when other people have something different. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no I, I, 
My favorite thing about the midterm that I just took was you yeah. click see results instantly afterwards. True. Like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. And actually just found out that I got a higher grade than I thought. It's really cool <laughs> when the teacher goes back and they're like, hmm, hold on a second. I either need to curve this or, oh, wow, there's actually five questions here that I had the wrong answer selected for <laughs> or something and they give you that credit. Yeah. But I can, I, I, I guess I kind of can feel these kids are, they have a whole week to wait. Hermione wants to go over stuff. Ron's like, I need right. a break. They're done. I will say as a high school teacher, that last day of exams, whether it's midterms or finals, the kids will come out of the final one and they know it's the last one. There is no more that can be taken. If you, if you, some kids will have a, like an earlier slot where they're done. They don't maybe have a last like period of the day right. exam, but the kids who do walk out, they high five, they cheer, they clap yeah. just like Carrie was doing here. And yeah. they're pumped because they're they're off. And actually, the teachers are walking around fist bumping like, let's go <laughs> put these grades in, do the scantron, yeah. let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just crazy. I mean, could you imagine like what we don't see here is is the teachers rolling down maybe to uh, the teachers lounge saying, all right, we got a week. Like, thank goodness we got the we had the anti cheating quills. But right. let's, we also got the kids don't know this. We got the uh, automatic grading yeah. uh, <laughs> charm awesome. as well. Yeah. So that's going to get graded automatically. Yep. But uh just be kind of kind of fun. Now Harry's having all sorts of issues with his scar. It is it is uh he's having more and more dreams, uh green flashes of light, a scream. Right. Or actually sorry, that will kind of grow. That uh that dream that he has, the reoccurring dream of his mother's death is going to continue to to be more vivid and get you know, he'll get more details as we go along in the book series and stuff, but it's there. He's already having these these moments and he's having um these headaches. He's just mm-hmm. having a, a, a major pain. Should go to Madame Pomfrey, shouldn't he? Yeah, but at the same time, he probably thinks like, "What could she do right. about it?" You know. Yep. Well, it's so so when in the next book, when Ron says like when he starts to hear voices and stuff, Ron's mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, I don't think so. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't go tell anybody about this. It's bad. That's bad." You know. So it is funny. You, you don't really know what it could mean. Is it something yeah. that's gonna like? Oh, the, maybe I can't come back to Hogwarts or. Or who knows? He thinks it's just oh, yeah. a warning of evil. Plus, he's on to this plot. He's just met, air quote, met uh, Voldemort. So yeah. that's yeah. on his mind for sure, right? Yeah, so, and yeah. he's only eleven again. He's only eleven years old. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so he doesn't know, and this has been a new pain that he's kind of dealing with or whatever. But it dawns on him that Hagrid, that Hagrid, has has let a something pretty big slip. Yeah. It just just dawns on him that like, hmm, he's thinking about it. It feels like there's something he can't remember. He's had a lot of, a lot going on with the exams and all these different things. So and he, and it it dawns on him like, wait, how does Hagrid just so happen to come across a guy who has the dragon's egg? Yeah. And what are the odds of that? Just doesn't think that and I think he's also thinking about Dumbledore, thinking about, you know, how Hogwarts is a safe place and how how um, Hagrid would never betray Dumbledore, and he, right. he's, he's always, you know, very loyal to him and, and what have you. Uh, he would never tell anyone how to get past Fluffy, right. never. But he jumps Unless. to his feet, right? <laughs> he's he's running around. Um, so, and then, yeah, as we said in the summary, the Harry and Ron follow, follow with him. And I just think sometimes... Um, I guess you do. We've been so busy ourselves here recently mm-hmm. that those thoughts, you feel like you were ever, like you're forgetting something. Yeah. <laughs> and Come you're like, what yeah. am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. And I also have like different hemispheres. Well, we all have different hemispheres, I think, in our brain too, left and our right. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, different compartments in there that I switch on and off depending on where I'm at, depending on my location, yeah. like work, mm-hmm. uh, home with you, 
yeah, I guess for the two switches, there's other ones I feel like. There's sub switches where I'm s- podcasting realm, what I, what I need to edit, different things. At the grocery so, store. Grocery store, yeah, 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 really. So anyways, they're, they're um, because Hermione was going through the same thing. Couldn't remember, kept thinking, she woke up thinking, I gotta take, yeah. you know, Transfiguration. She already took it. Yeah. So and Harry's, his mind's a little boggled as well too. Yeah. And so they're, they're overwhelmed here at the end. And so it just kind of, you know, has, has a moment. I just think mm-hmm. it's interesting because we have those moments and, and yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't happen to involve a half giant who is getting dragon eggs and giving away, you know, castle secrets. Right. Poor Hagrid. What's up with him? <laughs> but anyway, pretty big secret, actually. And you know what I wanted to say? Something I, before, this is going to be your part, but I wanted to mention this. How safe is Hogwarts? Oh, I think a lot of people. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. People raise that question. Right? If these first years can get through this, it's kind of like... Yeah. I guess they just didn't think anybody would do it. I mean, you have to... We're going to talk about how hard the challenges actually are. Sure. And I mean, you don't... Hermione is super smart for her age and knowledgeable. Not just, you know, smart in terms of logic, but also she knows a lot of stuff. Like, how can I get away from that plant, from the mm-hmm. devil's snare? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry is extremely skilled at flying. We forget this is not something even adults could do normally if you're not super skilled mm-hmm. yeah and then the chess game is one of the things where you're like okay 11 year old ron yeah i guess he's also that's his that's big his talent in this he'd be the president of chess club but Wizard it never comes up again you know I yeah think. They, they play it right i mean i guess they do play it from yeah. time to time but it never really comes up again it's not a skill that. he necessarily needs yeah. maybe he taught his little kid yeah because cool. he was a stay out stay home dad at some point yeah uh, so anyway, yeah, I guess that's just something I was kind of, you know, I'm like, wow, I, I, I really feel like the professors were sort of like, yeah, we'll put some mediocre, like a pretty decent, there's so many of us putting protections that whatever. And Hermione, mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not trying to take away anything from Hermione because it really, it is, uh, Hermione and her expertise. And then they happen to just have the three of them, all the skills necessary to get through and, and to, to accomplish this task. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Hagrid forgets. Uh, he gives them the answer. I mean, he gives away so much stuff, right? He actually, this is another one where he's just like, yeah, just play him a bit of music. You get Hagrid talking. Mm-hmm. He's not even drunk right now. He was sitting out in his mm-hmm. lawn chair just enjoying a, yeah. like the day or whatever. And then he, yeah. he tells him about the playing of music. Yeah. Puts Fluffy to sleep. So not hard, <laughs> but. Uh, okay. So they finally catch up with uh, McGonagall and it's, you know, once, well, they're going in there, they got to look for Dumbledore now. They got to like, let yeah. him know. And I think it's kind of funny. They're like, where's the main office? Yeah. Of Hogwarts, right? Yeah. Where's the main office? Where's the principal's office? Where's right. the headmaster's office? Where's Never the big sign? Never had to sign? go there. That's a good sign. <laughs> right, yeah. 
So they don't know where that's at, but they they run into um, to McGonagall, and and she is blown away, drops the books. How do you guys know about that? This yeah. is ridiculous. So, I mean that that says something that no one should no. know. The no. stone is even there. Yeah, it's in the newspaper. Hagrid goes and gets it. Maybe the goblins could spread some rumors or something, but the fact it just shouldn't be a secret that's out mm. there in the in the open, and students know about it. So, yeah. yeah. I wonder if there was like a little investigation at the end where they're like, let's track, let's kind of go back over who knew what. Yeah. Like in the off season or, you know, in the summertime. Oh, to kind of. And Dumbledore mm-hmm. was like, Hagrid, come here. <laughs> did, did you tell him <laughs> to play mute? Who told him about Fluffy? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and also Norbert and everything. Like it all has to kind of come out. So, I mean, like the, the, the talk about did those things. Put- <laughs> right? Did you put your name in the Goblet Fire? Did you? Oh, wow. <laughs> Do not, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. You can't imagine him getting that upset here. Uh, but but he's called away. So that's the other thing too is that he is called away by a message from the ministry. Mm-hmm. That would must have been a pretty good fake, a pretty good. Um, I was thinking the same thing because what Dumbledore, what in the first place, what would be important enough to get Dumbledore out of school to London? Because mm-hmm. later on, I feel like he di- he wouldn't do that. Right. For I don't know a minor thing, a little emergency, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then wouldn't he make sure it's actually I don't know maybe they maybe Quirrell came up with something really convincing. I, I, Quirrell, yeah, I just Quirrell said to be... was a Ravenclaw. He was pretty I don't know clever. Oh yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. And um, I feel like yeah, he probably had to come up with something really good and convincing. What could that be? I right. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know what it would be, but it would be something about uh, definitely some security s- concerns. It could even have been something about Voldemort. I mean, mm. you know, something like that would get his attention and or cause Grindelwald. him to stumble or, or that too. Uh, something that would be personal enough or, or whatever. Yeah, I think maybe when we mm. get, I don't know, I haven't actually read the last chapter in a long time. So maybe there's something there. That, what like, if they said something? What if, oh no, Quirrell didn't know about that part, I guess. I was like, oh, what if they said some someone in the, um, the department? Oh, what's the department called? Where they have the prophecies? Mysteries. The, yeah, the Department of Mysteries. Yeah, yeah. The unspeakables. They're oh. like, we need to speak to you. The unspeakables <laughs> need to speak to you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was pretty interested uh, in that funny. prophecy. So. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, okay. So they basically are turned down. They're told that, you know, Dumbledore is not free. And yep. so we kind of move on to this bit where they're going to keep an eye on things. This is mm-hmm. happening tonight. Snape is going to go after this tonight. They actually ironically run into Snape and who's sort of like, hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um, but there's this whole let's keep an eye on him, right? Let's yeah. Hermione talking to Flitwick and them just all kind of pretending to, to, you know, be in on teacher business to make sure, yeah. you know that uh just to kind of know when but they do think it's that night right they, they're like yeah. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be tonight so anyway um yeah and then but harry as an 11 year old seeing the big picture and being like we i gotta go mm-hmm. like pretty like i don't know yeah you, i guess dumbledore's not around they wanted to tell him no no one believes him everyone's like no it's fine it's safe he's like i gotta do something doesn't matter if he's expelled you know he's like when Hermione was like you can't you know you will be expelled if you try he's like so what like he's really mad because he's trying to explain to Hermione well yeah actually this is the it's Voldemort he's coming back 
yeah, he's coming back. And that's the that's the big thing that sort of draws him over, right? So uh, what's he said? This is actually kind of an important paragraph here. Um, Don't you understand? Yeah, if Snape gets mm-hmm. hold of the stone, Voldemort's coming back. Haven't you heard what it was like when he was trying to take over? There won't be any Hogwarts to get expelled from. He'll flatten it. He'll turn it into a school for dark arts. Losing points doesn't yep. matter anymore. Can't you see that? Uh, do you think he'd leave all of your families alone if Gryffindor wins the House <laughs> Cup? Uh, if I can get... Well, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, if, 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 uh, if I get caught before I can get the stone, well, I'll have to go back to the Dursleys and wait for Voldemort to find me there. It's only dying a little bit later than I would have done because I'm never going to uh, over to the dark side. Mm-hmm. I'm going through that trapdoor tonight and nothing you two say is going to stop me. Voldemort killed my parents. Remember? Yeah. What a speech. Yeah, so he's like, this is it. Year old. This is it. He's going, he's going in. But I'm just bringing up, you know, Quirrell and Voldemort would not have gotten the stone anyway. Because now we know how it works. Oh, for sure. They probably, without Harry, they wouldn't have never, would have never figured out how to do it. And Dumbledore probably would have just caught them next day. <laughs> yeah, he would have rolled down there and been like, oh. You know? What's up? That's what I'm like. What are yeah. your predictions if they hadn't gone through the trapdoor? They probably uh, would. Yeah, and also he's got Snape on guard. And that's the thing is he knows Snape is, is sort of on guard here as well. So I mean, he's yeah, true. He's like, I mean, once Dumbledore goes, he's sort yeah. of probably like, yeah, we gotta keep an eye on things. Although you know, the thing is, is that they, I don't think they know clearly. They don't know that Quirrell is possessed or that Voldemort right. is back. Otherwise, we'd be on like red alert. Right. So it is after this that they that he and Snape, I think, have their their talks, their chats, like what you need to do, how yeah. to uh, yeah. get your story straight, all that kind of stuff, yeah. which is really interesting because you and I were looking in Half-Blood Prince where uh, Narcissa shows up and um, yeah. Bellatrix and they yeah. start to ask him about, well, what about first year? Why yeah. didn't you help out more? Right. Why were you uh, resisting Voldemort's attempts to to get the stone and things like that so yeah yeah you got to get it right and and so anyway right now they think they're safe they think all is well Mm -hmm. uh how could you know yeah so it's just it's definitely different now after this once they figure all that out yeah it's so cool now to make the connections and to just read the book in more depth Mm -hmm. yeah uh okay so after that we are moving so after dinner they decide great speech from harry it is time for us to go to bed (laughs) sort of and uh, we'll rendezvous back down in the common room. We'll get the cloak, all of that, right? And they're they're going to go under the invisibility cloak and out uh, the door. But Neville Longbottom, my boy, <laughs> is there, ready to go. I love how in the film he turns almost like the chair. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> true. He looks so. So ba, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. when the, like he turns yeah. around that chair and he's just kind of sitting there and he's just like, where, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just really funny. It to, is. to see him very well made. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then Hermione does such a good job and, and, and walks up. Neville, I'm really sorry about this. Yeah. Right. And then what's the spell? Uh, like uh, put- Petrificus totalis. Totalus. 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 Yeah. Totalus. Totalus. Yeah. I. Oh, I can't feel my legs. Oh, that's not good. They're stuck together. <gasps> that's not good. They fell asleep. Because <laughs> you said the spell. I know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Anyway. Um, I don't like Ron in this scene. Sorry. Why? Wait, what's he saying? Because he's like, Ron told him to stand up to people. 
And Ron's like, yeah, but not to us. It's like, you know what's oh, yeah. right, what's the right thing to do, but then you're like, uh, yeah, but not me. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, A for little... sure. For sure, yeah. I mean, yes, Neville isn't, he doesn't know all this stuff. And they don't have time to explain to him. I get it. Well, that's an interesting thing, though. When you tell a friend, hey, stick up for yourself, stand up for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And that very friend who told you that is somebody you need to kind of stick up for. Wow. Okay, you need to take a sec, a step back and go, all yeah. right, I told him to. And, yeah. you know, yeah, this is, you start to evaluate, oh, am I kind of being, now, right now, they're young and they're 11 and they're just on their way to save the world, <laughs> uh, save Hogwarts. So... Yeah, doesn't matter. Neville, sit down. You're an idiot. That's what he says. Yeah, at so. least Hermione, like you said, apologizes a dozen times, and she knows yeah. it's not cool. But also, sorry, we yeah, we had get to going. Neville. No time to explain. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're off. They're they're off. So in their nervous state, yeah, uh, the statues, every sta it's every cool, statue yeah. looked like Filch. Mm-hmm. Right? They were there. I mean, you imagine that, like when yeah. you're also when you're sneaking around. You know, there are times where there's no reason for me to be. I don't know, like on the on the stair, like I know that these stairs that we have here, I know which ones creak, you know, because I know which ones that you know when you're walking in the back porch or wherever you're trying to, you know, sneak in or something. Yeah. Like whenever you're sneaking around, the things normally you can just walk in, you barely hear right. anything, right? Like it doesn't, you don't really notice it, or you don't really, maybe you don't notice how loud you are. Maybe right. those things are always squeaking and creaking. Who knows? But when you start to sneak through somewhere everything's making noise yeah everything looks like it's a, a shadow figure or uh a ghost or like they say here like filch and yeah. mrs norris is around every corner yeah because they're you know it's they're on high alert yeah i'm always on high alert when i don't like when people other people talk about people that are you know like could be around could come through the door anytime mm -hmm. and i always like try to lower my voice and like i don't want to participate in this anyway but i get so suspicious that they get you know they could come around the corner or be somewhere near us where we don't see them that i always mm -hmm. my voice gets so low that you know people are like what did you say and i have to repeat <laughs> it now yeah. a little bit louder and i'm almost like oh now i said it too loud and i don't know i just don't like just talking about other people yeah. Like that. I, yeah. I don't know. I get you. I get you. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So it's scary. One more thing. As we get to the trap door. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Mrs. Norris is actually there. She does turn her lamp-like eyes on them, but doesn't see them. Mm -hmm. Invisibility cloak right. works. But even cats? on Mrs. Norris. I know. She's probably like, I smell something. Sniff, sniff, sniff. Right. So but I can't see it. Yeah. So they didn't meet anyone else until they reached the staircase and then Peeves is bobbing halfway oh, yeah. <laughs> there, right? Who's there? He said suddenly. Uh, yeah. So that's, I always forget about old Peeves. I should call Filch. I should. If somebody's creeping about unseen and then they're off. Uh, when they get into the room and they finally, like they're going to play their bit of music, it's the trap door is already open. Mm -hmm. They're right. Mm -hmm. Harry has suspected that someone was going down tonight he and was, he, he was, was actually right about that. Right. So... Uh, it's one of those, I talked about yeah. last chapter or maybe the chapter before that, but they make a lot, they come to a lot of the wrong conclusions yeah. uh, or half, I guess, um, like they're halfway right or three, you know, they're always missing a piece here or there. But anyway, so they finally get in and as you, as you say, I'll let you kind of guide us through the rest mm -hmm. of this here. But uh, as, as they dive in, they, they get into Devil's Snare. Yeah, I want to ask you a question. 
Sure. Would you have gone through, gone down the trap door? Because I want to set the scene for you. Okay. They have no idea what's down there. They, yeah. the, it's open. It's pitch black. You don't know how deep it is. You don't know what's awaiting you. You don't know how you get back. They didn't know that there were flying broomsticks down there, and they mm-hmm. didn't know how to fly without them. So yeah, or apparate or anything. Two things. So yeah, yeah. Would you would you have done it? And there two things. Yeah, I'll tell you. And you're you're gonna be like, wow, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Two things. If I thought certain death awaited on the other side of the like, the option is either go down and try to do something about it, or otherwise stay up here and die. Then yes, going down. All right. Or if you felt that way, right? Or a friend of mine, super close to me. Uh, my father or someone was like, we got to go down here and they're convicted and they feel like this is it. This is the only option and they are going down mm-hmm. there. Then I'm going down. So it's one of two things. Either you're that person who feels like, absolutely, like I have to do this. Otherwise, there is there is no other option. Mm-hmm. And if you love and care for that person and you're, you're going to support them and you know they're going, okay, fine. We're going with you. Yeah. Right? I guess. Yeah. But it, the thing is, it's not like an immediate death right now they're facing mm-hmm. it's not like fluffy is behind them and if they don't jump they'll die anyway oh i you know see what you, I mean? you're, you're, you're sitting there at the top of the it's like thing. i don't think i could convince my brain to say oh just jump into in the darkness. long run it's probably you're probably gonna die anyway if that what i think is true is actually true if well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, if you were looking down that trap door and you thought, no, just by me jumping in here, I could die or you something could. like that. You yeah. don't know how deep it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have no clue. Right. So I would definitely be shining a light down in there trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. I'll be doing everything I could to be to go <gasps> in to oh, move forward yeah. as much as possible. They have learned the spell Lumos yet. Yeah. yeah. Because, so. I mean, the floor, uh, the everything down there is supposed to keep you away anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect landing on something nice and soft. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's just, you know, it's again, it's a kid's book. But I just want you to think about how brave that is. Oh, for sure. Foolish also maybe, but yeah. brave. Yeah. So I don't think the, I would have jumped, honestly. So what's Ron say? Lucky this plant thing's here. Yeah. Really? Lucky? Look at you both. <laughs> yeah. And we raised an interesting question on Instagram, and I want to talk about this real quick. And I want to ask you, because you have not answered the question. Oh, oh. Which task would be the hardest to do, you think? Um, And we had the four options, um, Devil's Snare, Flying mm -hmm. Keys, Chess Game, or the Potions Riddle. Potions Riddle. That's what I said. But most of you guys... What'd they say? Chess Game. Oh, chess, I gotcha. And then, gotcha. so 50% chess game, and we had quite a few people voting well, on this. 23, Devil's Snare. See, yeah, okay. And okay. 18% Potions Riddle. Actually, I have to take this back. So I like to, when there's no stakes or no money on the line or no whatever, I think I'm pretty good at chess, but I'm not that good that I could beat a computer program yeah. or a you know, whatever, whoever's enchanted that board to play, you'd yeah. have to play one heck of a game, right? Mm-hmm. So if I was going up against some someone who's super masterful in chess, no way, I get I get annihilated. So it just sort of yeah. depends on, on the opponent there. Yeah, uh, and you only have one chance, I yeah, guess, right? It. They would, that's it. Because so you got to be really good. That's another thing yeah. to kind of think about is like, Ron's really, really good so, yeah. to 
to do that. Or or the person who sort of enchanted the board or, or whoever designed mm-hmm. the AI behind the other <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, pieces wasn't that great or was yeah. mediocre. Or who knows? But I like to think that ROM was just I mean, that good. It was McGonagall. Yeah. So I think she would be pretty good at But chess. she Yeah, is she? You know, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We just know she's good at maybe and maybe she thinks chess is a challenging game and mm. just can animate those uh mm. you know figure the chess chess pieces figures, and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know, you know. But anyway. I just kind of assumed I would be with you if I went down the trap door and I thought you could do the chess game since you I think I, I would definitely be the one who would lead us through that. Whether we win or not really just depends on the opponent. <laughs> True. It really does. It, yeah. it, like the talent of your of, of the player. Is it good to be the first one to go in chess? Uh, Is it rather a an advantage to be the first um, one? It really doesn't. Mean, no, you you can play from b- both ways. Okay. Yeah. They, you are sometimes then reacting to what they mm-hmm. do, but yep. that's okay. You just wait for the openings. There's many options, okay. and I think I could play us to at least a draw. So, I that think sounds I could. good. Yeah. Yeah. Now whether you win or not, see the thing is you gotta win. You know. To actually win is is one thing. To get a checkmate's tough. Yeah. So. Is there, sorry, is there a way where the game ends in a draw? Um, you could, yeah, sort of. Okay. You could just, I mean, also you could have, yeah, it could be exhausting. I mean, yeah, there is. Okay. Yeah. Just depending on how Mm -hmm. how poorly you played or how. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I guess. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the chess game is pretty tough, and especially if you don't... You know, like, does it? Does the chess game look at how many people are there? If it's only Quirrell, then only Quirrell has to play as a, as a, a figure, a piece, chess piece in there. So they just replace however many people are there. They all have to replace someone. Mm. Yeah, Ram is still guiding, telling them what to do, so it's still really one mind playing the game. That's right. I mean, oh. just like... Had there been ten people, would they have said, "Okay, you got to replace ten pieces now"? No, they might have as yeah. people, and then you definitely have some peop- uh, some of your people hurt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I just wondered how that would work because right. before it was only one person, so the, I guess the number just depends on how many people are walking into the room. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then. Pretty amazing, I think, is that they just left Ron unconscious in the room. And Harry's like, oh, you'll be fine. I mean, Harry is like, again, he's like, if I don't get to the stone before them, it's all over. Yeah, for sure. So he, but still like, I mean, he's beat unconscious, right? Or Yeah, I think they know. Let me see. Uh, Let me find that exact part. So shaking, yeah, he moved. He okay, shaking. Harry moved three paces to the left. The White King took off his crown and threw it at mm-hmm. Harry's feet. They had won. The chess, uh, the chessmen parted and bowed. And so, with one last desperate look back at Ron, Harry, and Hermione, oh yeah, they charged through the door and up to the next passageway. Wait, 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 wait. With one last desperate look back at Ron, Harry, and Hermione charged through the doorway. And up to the next passage. What if he's, he'll be all right, said Harry, trying to convince mm-hmm. himself. Uh, what do you reckon's next? Wow. It's crazy, right? I yeah. think it's crazy that they just keep going. But what's their 
what other choice do they have? I mean, just making sure that he's okay. But I, I don't know if the game would have allowed that. Hmm. Because he's beat, you know. Dang. They don't know. I forgot. Mm-hmm. It's just sort mm-hmm. of like, boom. Yep. He could be dead. So We don't know, guys. Glad he isn't, <laughs> but that was pretty... I mean, yeah, more like on the on, on the side of for the greater good, you know, like for... for Gotta do what you gotta do. Even though he's our best friend. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways. Yeah. Then they see the troll. Thankfully, they don't have to do that. Yeah. Already been knocked out once, so So that's good. Um, The potions, though. And I want to remind everyone, like, if you're not Hermione, I, too, don't think I would have been trapped in there forever. I think I would have been able to solve it at some point but i'm a i would probably like if it says there is some poisons in here that will kill me Mm -hmm. i would probably sit there for two hours reassuring myself that what i think is which potion is which potion is correct and go over it again and again and again before i actually start drinking one yeah can i read this sort of i was gonna yes you please read it to us so danger lies before you while safety lies behind, two of us will help you, whichever you would find. One, one among us, seven will let you move ahead. Yeah, one among us, seven will let you move ahead. Another will transport the drinker back instead. Two among our number hold only nettle wine. Nettle wine. Oh, nettle. Looks like F's in there. You know, you see, my, my, my book's got like some. Okay. Uh, three of us are killers, waiting hidden in line. Choose, unless you wish to stay here forevermore, to help you in your choice, we give you these clues for. First, however slyly the poison fries... Tries. Wow. <laughs> they look like... Oh. Does yours not look like this? No, mine looks... It's... It's a tel- a telex. That's but it's way different. better. Look at mine. You want to read it from here? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I actually want you to look at this and yeah. tell me that that word. T- tell me that it doesn't say fries <laughs> instead of tries. Hang on. Share me, share me. Wait. Read through there. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. Let's let's switch. Go ahead. You will continue on from there. Me? Yeah, yeah. I just want to see if any okay. of those words trip you up. You will always find some. On Nettlewine's left side. Second, different are those who stand at either end. But if you would move onwards, neither is your friend. Third, as you see clearly, all are different sides. Neither dwarf nor giant holds death in their insides. Fourth, the second left and the second on the right are twins once you taste them, though different at first Anyway, sorry. I all right. I read through the tough ones, the doubles. You did. <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. Uh, I have no idea how to get past this. Wouldn't have a clue. I think this would be one. You look at it once. You're like, I don't know, and then you start labeling. You start in your head going through and again, and you kind of have to go back to some because you have to by the numbers. You have to count how many and the. It's pretty bad because three of them are poisonous. Three. Right. So you got to find three poisons. Um, mm. And not, again, I think it's okay 
if you have unlimited time and you know you wouldn't be under pressure i think you could in the computer game real quick in the computer game it's cool they made it a little different you have to so they have all the bottles in front of you with different potions you have to memorize them they're just still right and then you have some time to memorize and then they all move Mm-hmm. And you have different, you have to go through like three or four levels. And the first one, pretty easy. You can follow them with your eyes. But then they move faster and faster and faster. And that's cr- that when it gets crazy. <laughs> so that's a fun little twist on the riddle in the game. Wow, that's cool. That was yeah. pretty cool. So here's the solution. All right. So from the fourth clue, it is known the contestant or the, wow, can't read it all. Uh, from the fourth clue, it is no, it was known the contents of the red and black bottles were the same since the potions that allowed the drinker to go forward or backward were unique. And from the third clue, the biggest one could not be poison. Red and black bottles must contain nettle wine. From the first clue, white and green bottles to the left of nettle wine must contain poison. From the second clue, white and purple bottles had different contents, but neither allowed the drinker to move forward. And since the white bottle contained poison and the two bottles containing nettle wine were known, the purple bottle must contain the potion to go back. From the third clue, the blue bottle, the smallest, could not be poison. So it must contain the potion Mm -hmm. to go ahead while the yellow bottle was the third bottle with poison. Oh, wow. Literally, that's their solution over on Harry Potter fandom. I still don't understand it, and I'd have to break it all down. I think the problem is we don't see them in front of us in the book, like you know how they're different size, different colors, yeah, and it's yeah. a very visual riddle. Mm-hmm, you have to mm-hmm. be able to see them, count them down, and kind of put that bottle aside. Like, yeah, I feel like it's much much harder just because we're reading about the whole scene and then we're reading the riddle. Yeah, you're right. It's really cool how video games do it, right? Harry and mm-hmm. uh, Hermione have to look look for four potion ingredients yeah. scattered through uh, the dungeon. And as you said, for the PC game, they solve the riddle by watching the six containers move and they yeah. select the one with the correct potion. So there's, yeah, all the games have different ways for them to solve it and get through. So, yeah. Cool. And I want to get into something interesting that Hermione said. Um, you know, she's, Harry's like, oh no, we're trapped. And she's like, oh, thank goodness, this is easy. Um, and she says, brilliant this isn't magic it's logic a puzzle a lot of the greatest wizards haven't got an ounce of logic they'd be stuck in here forever Mm. and i want to talk about that because i had a thought um i listened to that on audible i was going for a walk yeah and i thought about it wizards and logic or math how does that not go along because is it that's a question is it unnecessary for wizards to think logically or to to you know like do mathematical equations because we do that for us well you have some simple math that you use every day but then that's how you know muggles invented all these cool things like computer programs and um um like phones and electricity and all that kind of stuff that the wizards and witches don't have mm-hmm. so i was wondering is it is it like almost like counterintuitive because magic is unlogical or illogical chaotic you know 
Yeah. Um, versus the logic and order that we try to figure out in the in science in the Muggle world, and we always yeah. we as you know apparently Muggles who read it, we always want to go like, oh, how does that work? How do they make it fly? That's not you know like how does that scientifically typically actually work? Right, right. And I, it's very interesting because the um, Alohomora podcast years ago when they recorded it, they brought it up with the whole desk pig. Conversation where McGonagall turns a pig, a desk into a pig and back, and they were like right. asking all sorts of questions about that pig. What it could do? Could you make bacon out of it? And would it taste like bacon? Oh all that kind of goodness. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they went crazy on that um, together with the fan fans. And one guest host came in. Um, I think he's the author. He does the website. Uh, Harry Potter lexicon, HP okay, lexicon. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. And he was like, guys, you can't think like that. This is our logical thinking that you cannot apply to magic. This is not, this is different. Yeah, yeah. And that that's what made me think about is, lot, is, is magic almost like counterintuitive to logic? And then we get Snape super, he did, he came up with that riddle. And he has, he's also very smart. He has muggle parent, a, a, a muggle parent. Mm-hmm. Hermione is a muggle born. So to them, it's something like when they, you know, they kind of exposed to that yeah. sort of thinking. Um, and I don't know, I do, do all kinds of connections, almost like wizards and witches depend so much on magic um, that they don't need to think about that. So almost like we... Uh, depends so much on technology. We don't think have to think things through anymore or know how things work. Yeah, yeah. Because we depend so much on... We don't have to study maps anymore technically because we just turn on Google Maps and it tells us where to go. Yeah, true. Right? So I was just wondering because she said one of the... It, it, I just stumbled upon one of the greatest wizards don't have an ounce of logic. Yeah. And that's... I guess she's not talking about wizards like Dumbledore <laughs> I think yeah no she knows that Dumbledore is very smart and knows logic and stuff but but, so, I, but yeah. sometimes maybe like like for a wizard or witch like it's like logic could trap you right it could be mm-hmm. something like a, a trap that you can't see outside mm-hmm. of it you can't look for something more mystical or something yeah uh, out of the box or that you know it wouldn't make sense and that's yeah. sort, of, sort of like you get this stuff with Luna and, and her mother later on and, and mm-hmm. trying stuff and try things go wrong or whatever. But like, yeah, it's through some of that sacrifice or, yeah. I don't know, like uh, weird things with the planet. Ast- ast- you know, astrolo- astrology? Mm-hmm. Astro- what's astronomy it or astrology? Yeah, I think astrology is the thing with like uh, your zodiac and yeah. other things. And then astronomy is the science more behind the movements of the stars yeah yeah uh but yeah i i don't know what do you think about that theory no yeah so like i was saying i think that it is um yeah i think that so what was the whole idea that that were that they're less logical wizards are are less Yeah, they just don't have to think about it like that you know how we how muggle children when they're young we teach them the order of colors and how to count and how to because that's how you move in our world whereas i think it's just different to be a wizard or witches or you know have magical parents and the way you see the world must be completely different because you don't have these boundaries of science yeah 
technically. To be honest with you, I'm I'm a bad person to ask because mm-hmm. all of this, even just talking about it, is bending my mind. Well, I, I don't <laughs> I don't know. I like okay. I don't know. So yeah. sorry, sweetie, you went above no. my head. I have no idea. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, like, yeah, it's it's a lot to think about, and and very um, the concepts are very not not totally well defined you know what is magic what is logic exactly so yeah you're talking about reasoning thinking mm-hmm. like being objective or analytical mm-hmm. i still think a lot of wizards are those things i think they like they, hermione yeah. a lot of times is like you're saying she is and you're mm-hmm. saying because of her muggle upbringing maybe she that's something she's more uh that comes more natural to her mm-hmm. because it's something that's more well developed your logical mind yeah i get you I, mm-hmm. I I do get that, and I think that is reasonable. Because sometimes I just feel like sometimes thinking logically would keep you from magic. Because if we say, "Oh, that doesn't work," mm-hmm. logically this wouldn't work, but magically you can make it work. If that makes more sense, like the other yeah. from the other perspective. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I went too crazy with that, but. I just thought. Um, no, it's fine. Yeah, I don't it know. was interesting that she I don't said, have a good answer. You for can it. be, yeah. you can be a great wizard, but she would think they don't actu- actually have to be logically talented, or I don't know, have to think logically a lot because magic does it for them. Yeah, I mean, even our in our own, yeah, some people are more logical. Some people are more like their mind is they they dedu- they deduce certain things and mm-hmm. they. Everything sort of comes down to, like, they're very good at reasoning and, mm. and uh, keeping things all in track and order and stuff. So, yeah. That's what I I'm saying. I guess I'm not like, one of those people. <laughs> I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I guess, like, the problem is, like, logic is hard to define. Um, and I was more talking about, like, you know, mathematical or scientific logic. Yeah, if A, yeah. then B. Yes, a, that sort of thing. Therefore, yeah. B. Yeah. And yeah, I I just think it's um it's cool that it's mentioned here and it just if magic then it. magic a therefore magic yeah I mean you Sorry. have you know that's the whole thing the magical world doesn't necessarily work like that even yeah. though you have to have like there is definitely like logical sequences like oh if I do this spell then this happen that happens if mm. that makes sense but then. I guess their logic is just different. Okay, let's move. Let's move on. I don't know. Um, uh, if you guys have any thoughts about it, um, let us know. Please write us an email. What do you think about magic and logic? Are are they like almost like counterparts or not? Does that not make sense to you at all? Um, but to uh, end this chapter, I just wanted to read. Harry's and Hermione's conversation real quick um, because it was so sweet. They were like, you know, Hermione knows what which one is which, but then they see this is only meant for one person. There's barely enough uh, potion in there for one person. So they know they can't both go forward. And then Harry says, you drink that. And he says, I mean, I guess from that I take that Hermione must be in shock like what no and then harry says no listen get back and get ron grab brooms from the flying key room they'll get you out of the trapdoor and past fluffy go straight to the owlry and send hedwig to dumbledore we need him i might be able to hold snape off for a while 
but I'm not, I'm no match for him, really. But Harry, what if you know who's with him? Well, I was lucky once, wasn't I? Said Harry, pointing at his scar. I might get lucky again. Hermione's lip trembled, and she suddenly dashed at Harry and threw her arms around him. Hermione. Harry, you're a great wizard, you know. I'm not as good as you, said Harry, very embarrassed, as she let go of him. And again, they're 11-year-olds, so hugging, you know. Girl hugging a boy is a little more embarrassing than, I don't know, usual. <laughs> um, but she says, Hermione says, me? Books and cleverness. There are more important things. Friendship and bravery. And, oh, Harry, be careful. And that just, I don't know. It just yeah. taught me how we see this is She's sweet. her true mm. Gryffindor nature because that's what she values, right? Books yeah. and cleverness, all great. You know, I know I'm into that, but I know there is more important things. Friendship and bravery. Yeah. So, true Gryffindor heart. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's cool. That's really cool to kind of see her break it all down to things that aren't as logical Right, right. <laughs> Bravery and friendship. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can not say necessarily that. Mm -hmm. uh, the most logical, uh, or or yeah, decisions. I'm sorry, I totally threw you off with my little theory. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. I'm not. Um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I don't normally use the word logical in my vocabulary a lot. Oh, okay. I mean, I know I'm just saying like I'm not like oh, it wasn't a very logical thing to say. <laughs> like I. No, yeah, because you know you have a bright, good imagination and. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. 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 Good so. chapter. Lots of action. We couldn't even cover it all. Uh, you said, we both said potions. The potions really would have gotten us. We For sure. We somehow would have made it through Devil's Snare of Flying Keys. And, from, I don't know, the chess game. You said there's a good chance we would have made it. But potions riddle, no way under one or two hours i wouldn't have gotten through yeah i just i would have been too hesitant yeah to make sure it's really the right one <laughs> yeah what about you guys if you have any like i don't know this is such a big chapter if we miss anything you think we should have covered please let us know we always love to hear from you yeah for so. sure send us an email uh fleur and bill at gmail.com we'd love to read them mm -hmm. on the show so we have a whole uh segment for that anytime we have tons of comments that i've thought about reading on some of our, our mm -hmm. videos i think after this book Ooh. we need to add a whole yes. section in here once we're done yeah type it into because a lot of times, too, we get a little long-winded sometimes in the chapter, but sometimes we don't. Depends on the chapter. It depends on right. what it is and how much we have to say about it and how much we don't. But I right. also think it'd be kind of cool to add a little variety just in terms of um, our Harry Potter Yes, I would love to. Theories. To just expand our knowledge again about, or, or just talk about different things in the entire universe, not just this book. Yeah. yeah. I think people, too, I uh, you know, if you've done a reread and you've done it multiple times and you're kind of like, oh, you know, I've been through this or whatever. Uh, to have a segment in the show that forces mm -hmm. you to think outside of the box a little bit is fun. Yeah. And that's what uh, I've done in other different projects where mm -hmm. you add a layer that really forces you to to kind of bounce around the series and look at different things. And so uh, it, it's like a little window. Okay, we're here in book one, but then we get to open the window, breath of fresh air, look mm -hmm. ahead to the fifth or the fourth or the last book or whatever. Yeah, so I think we'll I add agree. that in. Maybe for the next book, we'll do that because we got one more chapter and then we'll be mm -hmm. diving in. So. All right. Well, anything else there? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Well, okay. Well, all right then, friends. 
<clears throat> we appreciate you. Sorry about uh, coughed up a lung there earlier, but um, are you okay? I don't know. I think literally just saliva went down the wrongs. So, you oh, know what no. the heck? What? Are you, I'm gonna not even drink anything. You're just sit there and you're just like, you just cough for no reason. <laughs> you you get just breathe. No idea yeah. why. <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> we're like just end the show, guys. Okay, we're ending it. All right. We love you guys. You guys are great. You're wonderful people. We enjoy this time with you let me enjoy recording with you guys this time on earth with you guys the uh, book's almost over we have one more chapter yeah i can't actually i loved reading the first one again but also i'm excited for chamber me too i am excited as well (laughs) yeah i actually like it and i like i'm glad that we zip through this one and we'll get right into the next one keep right on going so okay all right friends hey with that that is all for this week we would like to thank you for tuning in to shell cottage radio 94.7 cozy We do hope that you'll join us in the future. We do thoroughly enjoy meeting new positive Potter people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Baboons! If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Leave us that review. Follow over on social media at Fleur and Bill. Yeah, if you truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all our current patrons we appreciate you to the moon and back. Should I say to Mooney and back? Sure. I'm sure they would like that. They would. <laughs> Next week, we will discuss the final chapter 17 of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, The Man with the Two Faces. As this is the last chapter of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, make sure you tune back into Shell Cottage Radio to wrap up book one with us. Again, thanks for joining Blur's Book Club in their little shell cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home.